0: All right, so here we are. Let me know what we're we starting. Already? Yeah, let's start. You ready? I am ready. Okay, cheers. Welcome to I Know the Owner, a podcast where bar people talk bar stuff. Thanks. I- <laughs> Welcome, I'm Charlene Wellington, I'm your host and the owner, and I'm here with my third oldest friend, Alfred Scipio. <laughs> third oldest math. friend. My you third oldest friend. Wow. Vanessa's my oldest friend, mm-hmm. um, and then there's Allison, and then you're my third oldest friend. Wow. I mean, I met people before that, but uh-huh. I'm not still in touch no, with still
1: them. still in touch. Yeah, I mean, same here.
0: I don't go to England I think I
1: think you're probably in the top three, too, my third oldest See, friend. I mean, yeah. I mean, I should be. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, welcome. Thanks. Um, Good to see you again. Alfred was on the Lost episode, episode 13, (laughs) where it was the first one I tried to do via Zoom and uh, didn't work out. Tech problems. Tech problems, you know? And so, here we are at Hinterlands.
1: Here we are.
0: And um, I guess I'm going to get your story. All right. So. Um, how'd you get into this business, Alfred? I can hardly see you because of the way the lighting is. Oh, really? But that's okay. We'll fi- I'll fi- I we'll know will you it out.
1: Like. Um, started <laughs> Thanks, with, Jamie. um, waiting tables when I was about 21, worked at my uh-huh. cousin's restaurant, which you know, because mm-hmm. you came in there. Um, in La my, Villa. La Villa. La Villa, right? In Mill Basin. In Mill Basin. Yes. D- deep, deep Brooklyn. Yes. Um, Started waiting tables there, then moved on to waiting tables at a couple of restaurants down in Cobble Hill.
0: So when you worked at La Villa, um, when you were 21, I had a boyfriend that was 40-ish, yep. uh-huh. and he Ish. lived in Mill Basin. He, right. he owned a house in Mill Basin, yeah, <laughs> and he would take me to dinner at, at La Villa. Fancy. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, um, I think he liked it because it was close. Yeah, and not that expensive as far as no. uh, New York restaurants go. No, but really good.
1: It was good. <laughs> yeah. It's good. And I, guess.
0: and I think he would get jealous that I knew you. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like the forty-year-old, oh, the, the forty-year-old with, with the twenty-one-year-old um, girlfriend. Yeah. Who's like, I
1: don't like you talking to other guys. <laughs> I know that type. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's the type that dates twenty-one-year-olds uh-huh. when they're forty. Exactly. Um, so you started out as, as a waiter, and you got started the job because of family.
1: Because of family, right? Uh-huh. And I started waiting tables in different places. And then I ended up at a restaurant in Tribeca called El Teddy's, which is I kind of a famous place. There. They were actually on the opening credits to SNL for a long time back in the day. Yes. They had, Did like, they the big that? Statue of Liberty yes. head.
0: I was going to say a Statue of Liberty head, but you beat me to it.
1: Yep. And El um, Teddy's was set up for, they had two big... Uh, banquet rooms upstairs, mm-hmm. where they have private parties for Wall Street douchebags. Okay. And um, the servers had to set up their own bar up there and make drinks for those parties because okay. the bar downstairs couldn't accommodate all those people upstairs. That's where I learned how to make drinks, especially okay. margaritas. Got like it. legit margaritas, like fresh limes. It was like a fresh
0: Spanish, uh, Mexican restaurant. It was right? like it was Kinda?
1: it was like fancy Mexican, fancy elevated. Mexican. Yeah.
0: It's not open anymore
1: closed shortly after 9-11, yeah. Oh, wow. But the owner okay. still owns something in the West Village called uh, Alta. A oh. top restaurant.
0: Got it. Okay. That same owner. S- it's all coming it together all, now. It all makes
1: sense now. Anyway, I learned how to make drinks there, and I wanted to bartend there, but the owner had a weird policy about servers crossing over into bartending and mm. blah, blah, blah. So he wouldn't let me. So I left to work at Angry Wade's on, okay, on Smith Street,
0: okay. which was um, a trip. I, I just have to interrupt and say this strawberry margarita is delicious. Uh-huh. <laughs> it looks delicious. It's really good. Especially on a summer day. Mm-hmm. So you worked at Angry Wade's on Smith Street.
1: Right. You know, Angry Wade was the husband of Sweet Melissa.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, the, Hence the name. The cupcake.
1: Yeah.
0: And... Sweet Melissa is kind of a big deal now, right? Like, is she? I don't I, know. I mean, I think she's in the airport. That's that's oh, like you made it.
1: Good for her. Right? Yeah. Like,
0: if you're selling mini cupcakes in JFK. Then
1: you're, you're doing all right.
0: I, I think. Unless name. she, like, sold.
1: Sold the name, sold maybe. The name. Who knows? I don't know.
0: But that's still... Yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when you are in the airport, that's a big deal. Yeah.
1: It's a big, <laughs> it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. You're official.
0: You're official. Yeah. Yeah. So... So um, how'd you get the job at Angry Wades?
1: I knew Melissa from okay. uh, a restaurant I worked at in the neighborhood before that. She was friends with the owner and used to come in a lot. And so she hired me. And that was my first real bartending job. Uh-huh. And it was interesting.
0: Did you know how to bartend or you just got thrown in? Um I kind of just learned
1: at El Teddy's and mm-hmm. then I got thrown in. But Angry Wade's wasn't a complicated place. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like you're pouring beers. You're pouring, you know, scotch on the rocks. Did
0: they have and a pool table.
1: They had a pool table. Yeah, they had a bouncer every night. It was that kind of place. Wow. So Angry Wades had a history like that. That was always a bar on Smith Street.
0: hmm
1: And um, it was a shady bar back in the day before Smith Street was gentrified.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, in fact, there's there's rumor that there's some bodies buried.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: under it. Under it. Rumors. Yeah.
0: Are they still open? Do they make it through?
1: I think Wade sold. So they Wade and Melissa split up, and he kept the bar. Uh huh. I think I think he sold it. I'm not sure. I don't. Re- I don't I'm, uh, I'm out of the loop there. In that neighborhood. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, when they took it over, you know, it there was an interesting crowd. Like the you saw the shift. There uh-huh. was there was like a very sort of vanilla crowd uh, mm-hmm. up until about 10 p.m. Uh huh. And then. After that it was all drug dealers and derelicts from uh-huh. from the projects which were one block away. Uh-huh. Hence the bouncer.
0: Yes. And so
1: But they were my regulars. So I they they took care of me. I felt safe there. That mm. I was friends with them. They were, they were nice I guys. I had some
0: very nice drug dealer regulars in various bars where I worked. Huh? I um I had to basically lay down the law. I'm not going to say which bar for this story, but I had, I had a guy that would sit at the corner of the bar and various people would come in to visit him uh-huh. and shake his hand and leave. And I was like, dude, people can't come in here and visit you and leave. They have to sit, ha- sit down and order a drink and pay for it and tip me. Yeah. And then you can have your meeting, quotes, yeah. and then they can leave. Or take a walk. But, yeah, but they can't just come in here, shake your hand, and leave. They have to sit down. They have to order a drink. They have to pay for it. I get a dollar, yep. at least, and then they can go.
1: <laughs>
0: and and he was like, "All right, I understand." And then we never had any problems. Yeah. And if anybody else caused trouble, he would always help me out. So, yep. you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it.
0: That's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, well, Angry Wade's. Uh, for the record, I didn't. I didn't see anything go down. Just for.
0: Yeah, I didn't see anything either. Just a lot of people meeting him and shaking his hand. Yeah, and uh,
1: could, yeah, and just a lot of shady characters. Yeah. But it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun to watch. I to mean, these guys. Any
0: drug dealer worth his salt knows that if the bartender sees you do it, you're out. You, you're out. Yeah. Like if you're not slick enough to to keep it secret. Yeah. Then, then you're not you sh- then you're in the wrong find, business. You you're not cut bar, out for the wrong business. business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, Angry Wade. Yeah. How long were you there? Uh,
1: I think a year and a half, two years. Probably two years.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so you never had to throw people out? The, bar, the bouncer had no, to No, we, we
1: had a bouncer. I had, you know, I had some characters. I had, there was definitely, a, there was an old man that was a regular. He didn't talk. He would just come to the bar and, and, and motion for a drink, and everyone knew he drank Budweiser. hmm I'd give him his, you know. And he
0: never talked?
1: Never talked. He didn't say much. I think he was too drunk all the time to speak.
0: He was just too drunk to speak? I think so. It wasn't so. even that he couldn't talk? Yeah, his
1: name, his name was Eddie. He was like he was like five feet tall,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, old Puerto Rican man. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he didn't have much to say. He just put his cash down, you gave him his beer, tip, and you'd leave. One night, one night, though, so from where the bar is, kind of huh. like here, you can't see the bathroom. I guess you can see one bathroom here. but You can't see the other one. But the only, the only bathroom there, I guess there was a downstairs bathroom, but the only bathroom upstairs um, was behind a wall, so the bartender couldn't see it. Mm. So one night, someone comes out to the bar and says, hey, man, some old dude's peeing on, all over the floor in the corner by the bathroom. Uh-huh. And I went out there and there's Eddie with his dick out <laughs> peeing on the bathroom door and I yelled at him and he stopped. I threw him out. This, yeah. this was actually, I think it was, it may have been when the bouncer wasn't there yet. I don't remember. Uh-huh.
0: Whenever but there was trouble at the, the bouncer bar, was the bouncer never there. would come in at 10. Uh-huh. There was always trouble between 8 and 10.
1: Always. <laughs> it's, it's like they knew.
0: I, I have a friend that did that. I may have told the story on another podcast that was at a bar in the neighborhood. He was so drunk that he was waiting for the bathroom. A guy came out, he grabbed the doorknob, like when the guy opened the door, um, like to hold it. Then he closed the door and then peed on the floor. Like never actually walked through the door. He was like, I closed the door, I'm in the bathroom. And so that could be what happened to Eddie.
1: He, he claims he couldn't open the door. Mm. That was his story. He, anyway,
0: wait—he said that.
1: He spoke. He spoke. Was that the first time you, you heard him speak? I think so. Yeah. Did he speak English? <laughs> he did. Okay. He said something like, "I can't door. I can't open door." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I threw him out. Five minutes later, he comes to the bar and orders a and looks at me and motions for a beer, as if <laughs> as if he forgot. As he probably did happened. forget. He probably as forgot as that happens. he just got kicked out for. He's peeing He's like, on no, that was my room.
0: cousin. No, that was, that, was my, that was my twin, Freddy. That was his... yeah. um, Did you serve him?
1: No, I just laughed and okay. walked away. <laughs> what What can you do at that point? Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: The guy was, you know, he was old. He was an old drunk.
0: Okay. So you were there for two years. Then, yeah. what then, next? Then Did you, I, get, you didn't I, get fired.
1: No, I've never quit? been fired Anywhere. Wow. Ever. Oh.
0: Congratulations. I know. It's not too What's late. What's that like? <laughs> um,
1: I, 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 guess it's, I guess it feels good <laughs> to know that you never did that poorly.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, anyway, so at, from there, I did a short stint at Cebu in Bay Ridge.
0: Got it. Because I've
1: known Teddy for a long time. Uh-huh. He was my sister's uh, high school sweetheart.
0: Oh, so, that's the connection. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I worked there for a few months, and I served some Bay Ridge wannabe yes. gangster douchebags and real, I, and real gangster I worked douchebags. in Bay
0: Ridge for a very short amount of time, yeah. and would go to Cebu, Cebu uh-huh. after work. Cebu, I think. Yeah, um, I think it was pretty new at that point.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think was, I knew that you worked there.
1: Yeah, it was it was short. Uh uh-huh. huh. Short lived, and then there was an opening at Bar Four.
0: God, which, which was it. more okay. my speed. Yes.
1: Serving I Park Slope douchebags. I
0: <laughs> visited you there.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and bar four was... That was a long time. That was probably five years and... Oh, my liver is...
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not
1: recovered from that stuff. I feel still.
0: hungover just thinking about bar four. We had so
1: many late, late, late... Yeah. ...mornings.
0: Um, yeah, that was a fun... Spot and you could sit in those little chairs on like the side. There was the a side. lot of hidden
1: nooks where people yeah. can go and sit in the back and make out and yeah. you know.
0: It's hard for me to picture it not being American cheese because I've seen it as. That's American what it cheese. was
1: after bar four. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, I'd never, I never walked in there to American they have cheese. Their pizza. Mm-hmm. but with a name like American cheese. Hence the hope.
0: cheese. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, American cheese makes me feel like they're making their pizza wrong, like they're using American cheese. Wrong. Yeah,
1: they, there's like cheddar and buffalo wings yeah, on their yeah, pizza.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so you were at um, uh, Bar Four for five years.
1: Something like that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you have to
0: throw anybody out of there?
1: Oh, my God. I, I, <laughs> I definitely threw people out of there. We, we only had a bouncer there on the weekends. More of uh-huh. a doorman, sort of check ID, because uh-huh. it became difficult. Yeah. Um, did I throw anyone out of there? Yeah, I'm sure I did. There was actually a couple of our old old buddies from the New York hardcore days that used to uh-huh. that waltz in there a couple of times. Yes. Causing some trouble.
0: Yes. That was always fun when one of those guys would show up in a place where I worked. And, you know, I don't look like I hung out in a hardcore scene ever. And I guess I didn't back then and they're like they look like they maybe they don't really want to start trouble. They're fine. And then I'm like, "Hey, it's me." And then we do like the thing. Yeah. I am not I didn't I just said nothing. I just said nothing at all. Yeah. But it's always fun. So, did you have to throw anybody out?
1: You know? This is not going to surprise you. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the, it, the
1: the the culture of that bar was like drink, you know. Uh-huh. There, there are some bars where it's like there's rules like no more than a certain amount of drinks or don't drink until this hour. Uh-huh. Bar four was like, if your customers want you to do shots, do shots. Oh, wow. So, but you, you know how it is when you're bartending uh-huh. and you've got that adrenaline, you're busy, yes. you can handle so much more booze. You can. Right? You can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Than if you're just sitting at a bar.
0: I wish I remembered that at my 40th birthday. Ah. Uh. <laughs> because I hadn't really done shots other than working. And when I'm working, I pour my own shots. And they're like, little baby, baby shots. Yeah. And then when it's your birthday and you throw a big party and people bring oh, you man. shots and they bring you full I shots, and I'm like, I could do what? 10, 12 shots? No yeah, problem. Yeah, easy. Easy. <laughs> um, but they're like, little teeny shots. And then when I did 10, 12, you know, yeah. full-size shots, I had to throw open a bowl while Stuart ate a sandwich next to me. Oof. Um, yeah. And um, also,
1: it's your 40th birthday.
0: Yes. Our
1: tolerance doesn't hold it up. It doesn't hold
0: up. <laughs> it doesn't hold up.
1: I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'll be 48 in mm-hmm. August, and, and, you know, I've got yeah. a, an 18-month-old, and
0: um, yeah. uh,
1: my, I, I drink differently than I used to. No, my tolerance I absolutely is, drink
0: differently. This is like... This margarita might kill me. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't want you to I don't want to alarm you but I think there might have been a little bit of drugs at bar 4.
1: Ooh, really? <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know there, that.
0: I mean, <laughs> I have a feeling. I don't know. I don't, I, I think I still have his number in my it. phone. <laughs> there might have been some.
1: You know it's bad when, you know, when everyone in the bar has The guy's number. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and he's sitting there. And he happens—he happens
1: to live two blocks away. Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, who who called me? (laughs) And everyone's like me. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there was definitely some stuff happening there. Yeah. Hence the late nights.
0: Yes, but it was. We actually played.
1: uh, We uh, this bartender and I on Thursdays. We worked together. We started a night called Twisted Thursdays, and then we decided it started one night as a joke, and mm-hmm. it became like a, a weekly thing. But we played Truth or Dare every mm-hmm. week, starting somewhere around 1:30, 2 a.m. Okay. And anybody, the rule was anyone who's sitting in the bar had to play. Fuck. But if you're sitting in the bar at two o'clock in the morning,
0: you don't have much to lose.
1: I mean, you don't care. Yeah. But, and, and no one's going to choose truth, right? I guess so not. it was dare.
0: I would always choose truth, because what are you going to ask me that's a secret? And you can always lie. Were, yeah, yeah, I guess you can. It's hard to lie, though, after you've had a few. What were the dares?
1: Um, There was, what stands out is uh, one night, it was kind of busy, and this heroin addict or mm-hmm. crackhead woman okay. came in with... One of those A-frame chalkboard signs. Okay.
0: Right?
1: And tried to sell it to me. Asked okay. Me if I wanted to buy a board. And she didn't bother to erase the bar's name off the board. <laughs> so it was Royale, which was uh-huh. on Fifth Avenue. I know Royale. It was across that, the street from That was from Joe, Joe, who owned Last Exit. And, and
0: okay. Yeah.
1: Um, he was a partner there. Uh-huh. Uh, it said Royale and had, like, their, you know happy hour specials on it (laughs) and she was like you want to buy a chalkboard and I just laughed at her I was Uh like "Uh, no but I'll take it I said but I'm going to take that from you because
0: I know it belongs to my friend it it belongs to my friend
1: (laughs) and she ran Uh and I I was not going to chase her for a a fucking chalkboard
0: (laughs) did she run with the chalkboard
1: yeah yeah, oh wow! She, yeah, she just man,
0: crackheads are so nimble.
1: Are they really I, nimble? <laughs> I
0: I actually jog, and I couldn't run with a chalkboard, and I'm not on crack. She had it
1: in her. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Maybe I should try crack. I, that's what
0: I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> um, so we called we called the bar. I spoke to the bartender and let them know. I said, and they were, and they didn't even know the board was missing. Yeah, of They were like, not. oh shit, oh, <laughs> it's gone. You're right. Um, and you know, th- we, they kind of laughed about it. So the dare was later that night. We sent someone down there. We dared someone to go down there with the bar floor, chalkboard, and try to sell it to them. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. Yeah. Did they buy it?
1: No. Now but, they're
0: down a chalkboard. I, they need I, one.
1: I, I guess the person couldn't keep the joke going long enough and just started laughing. And yeah. And then the next thing I know is um, they came back with a photo of the bartender and this person behind the bar smiling, thumbs up, holding the chalkboard. <laughs> um, this was before really good iPhone photographs I think I think maybe it was a Blackberry I don't know what it was but the photograph was still there was evidence
0: uh huh
1: um and there was a guy one night we asked him to you know there was a lot of lamps in Barfour. uh huh we asked him to go out and hail a cab with a lampshade on his head okay and he did
0: and a cab is what no I'm just kidding (laughs) a cab a cab
1: a yellow a yellow (laughs) car
0: he called a lift and he had a lampshade I don't understand cab stopped and
1: then kept going but the, the last the last dare I'll, I'll tell you that I, I remember well is this guy was not a regular a random uh-huh. that was the fun of the game is that random people you've would never seen to. before in your life would say okay I'll play they were good sports yeah and they did and we told this we, this guy's dare was it was like at this point it was almost four in the morning
0: mm-hmm. call
1: someone right now anyone whether they pick up or not Either tell them or leave a message, and say you're gay. Okay. (laughs) This guy was clearly straight. Okay.
0: Uh And it was just a stranger. Stranger. Okay.
1: So he called someone and left a message. But
0: we don't know. And we
1: heard him. And then we, and when he hung up, we said, "Well, who'd you call?" He said, "My ex-wife."
0: That's a good one.
1: (laughs) He came back in a week later. He was like, "That didn't end well." I was really drunk, man. I don't know why do I did know, that.
0: Do you know what happened? Do you know how it ended? No, happen? I don't remember. But he did come he was
1: he was a good sport. He came back and it was funny, the person I don't remember who dared him, but the person who dared him like was kind of like, oh this guy is so like he's so like So straight. So straight and normal. Like uh-huh. he's he's gonna alarm somebody with this information.
0: <laughs> so bar four.
1: Yeah.
0: Um those were the days. So you went from bar four to Apartment
1: 138. Did
0: Barfour close, or you, it, was no, it was still open? It closed
1: late, years later. So you went or to, switched owners.
0: So you went to Apartment 138 on Smith Street, uh-huh. and you were a managing partner there.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, so how'd that happen?
1: Same group, same guys that own four? Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, it was. Yeah. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Um. So they owned... Shh, <laughs> I just shushed somebody. If, if anybody's w- somebody. wondering what happened, yeah. so they owned apartment one thirty eight, and they were like, "Hey, we can get a lot more money out of this guy."
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, he's a workhorse. This guy works. And
0: I love that place. Thanks. I love apartment one thirty eight. I
1: got got some I, good memories. There, I love yeah. the
0: whole. It was like fancy restaurant upstairs, and like dirty kind of hauled. fancy.
1: It wasn't that. Fancy yeah, it was
0: either. like kind of kind of fancy, like you could wear jeans and a t-shirt but like the food was good yeah and like you can go there on a date night and feel like you went out somewhere yeah and then it was like dirty pool hall downstairs Uh uh-huh and then like gorgeous outdoor space yeah i i don't know i loved it
1: yeah it was it was a good place it's funny because a lot of people didn't realize there was the outdoor space because it was kind of hidden it was yeah it was sub sub street level and in the Mm -hmm. back and couldn't see it from the front street but yeah yeah
0: i think minis has that problem people don't know there's a backyard but they Ah, will they they will will, damn it yeah (laughs) Yeah. so how did that go
1: uh it went for nine years so you've (laughs) built
0: it from scratch
1: yeah that was that was actually literally an apartment before it was one of the few storefronts on smith street where somebody was actually living in there as an apartment
0: i mean and it looks kind of like an apartment yeah and that would be an amazing apartment (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Except it didn't, well, they had a skylight in the back room because the, the, it always had a, a gate. So uh-huh. the entrance was, the building entrance, and they'd walk in down the hall and come in through the side, and that was their entrance to their apartment. Okay. So there was no front windows. Got it. But there was a back window, and there was a skylight in the back, uh-huh. there was some natural light. And a big backyard. And a big backyard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, now so it's you,
1: the high high room. What's that? That's the restaurant that's there okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Do we know anybody there? Uh, no. All right. Court Street Grocers. Those guys own it.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you built it. How'd that go?
1: From scratch. I mean, you know, my the, the guys I was with, like they already had opened so many places mm-hmm. and they, they had the connections, they had the contractors, and mm-hmm. it happened. It happened in, uh, I think, between August and... We opened right before New Year's, uh, 2005. Wow. like December 30th I think we opened
0: so like five months yeah wow yeah that's amazing
1: yeah and then we opened right before New Year's and and in the beginning it was a uh, you know it was ambitious uh, the, the idea was to do food till 3am yeah seven nights a week
0: mm-hmm. because there
1: was nothing like that in the neighborhood
0: yeah
1: um, there was a diner but like this was a cool restaurant yeah where, like, yeah you can go and get like good food not expensive but good food and a bar and Mm -hmm. hang out Um, that didn't work that was ambitious to do that seven nights a week so that changed to weekends only as a person in the
0: business why didn't it work like what what happened because
1: nobody came in there after midnight on a Monday
0: How, how long yeah how long did it take before you scrapped it
1: I think it was a good six to eight months before we started okay. we started scaling back the hours during mm-hmm. the week ultimately it was we serve food till midnight weekdays 2 a.m friday saturday okay and even that was late like nobody's yeah. serving food at 2 a.m yeah till 2 a.m on the weekend absolutely i there
0: there are places like that that are few and far between and i love them so much but i guess i don't go out as much as i used to but there's always like oh man what's the place that just closed um
1: which one? Oh, I know <laughs> sad
0: um, I know in the city um, not Balthazar Lucky Strike Lucky Strike like that like I love that and you can just go out and have a steak dinner at 2am yeah
1: remember um, what was uh, Blue Ribbon on Blue Ribbon. Park Slope was open yeah late at, yeah. yeah I love that it, it's, a, it's a great concept if the neighborhood is going to support it
0: yeah yeah,
1: but that's tricky. Like you need, you know, trust fund millennials. because yeah, who's I feel going like out you at need
0: a club that lets out at 1 exactly yeah. somewhere?
1: Yeah, because yeah. even blue ribbon struggled. Because I mean, think about it. Park Slope is all families. Yeah. So like people with kids aren't going out at two in the morning no. on a on a Tuesday to get no t- for a raw bar.
0: Yeah, it's true. Oh New uh, York. New York has happened to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you and I have been and here then, for a long time. I
0: know. I feel like of all the places that closed during the pandemic, Lucky Strike was the one that hit me yeah. the hardest. Yeah. Because Definitely. Yeah. And and I was not like going there all the time, obviously. But every so often, like, if we went to a Broadway show, we wouldn't want to go to dinner at 6 o'clock. Right. We would, like, find a nice place to go after, and it would be, like, yep. 11 o'clock. And yep. I'm like, That's, that works. But Absolutely. Anyway, so you're at Apartment 138, and then you start a side project.
1: I did. <laughs> <laughs> didn't,
0: didn't you have something to do with camp? Oh,
1: yes. That was sort of... Apartment 138 oh, as, a, as a uh, yeah, as a as a as a business was sort of a, a partner in in camp.
0: Um, so something's going on with our air conditioner and yeah. Stuart's standing on the bar and something is leaking. And uh, yeah. we <laughs> might need to pause.
1: Might need to call your HVAC guy. Yeah. Um, right to like did that in your house.
0: It anyway. Seems to be under control. Okay. okay. <laughs> For now. For now. Let
1: me know if you have to pause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, camp was uh sort of connected. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. And was. you were. A well, I, the, the restaurant sort okay. of
1: was Got owned a piece of it, and it was really Diane was uh-huh. the main owner.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. And um, I made you tell me this story. Uh huh. Because I love this story so much. The
1: New Year's Day story.
0: The New Year's Day story. Just when you
1: think you're in the clear. It's New yeah. Year's Day. You're I know. Like, all it's right, over. All, those, all, all the you, bullshit's everyone's, over.
0: Everyone's hungover. Uh-huh. It's going to be a nice, easy day. It's going
1: to be an easy easy evening, easy day. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of water.
0: That's a lot of water.
1: <laughs> um, should we continue with the story, or do but, you need to pause? Um...
0: Stewart's, you no, I'm no, not. no, you're I'm not, not an HVAC person. I'm not an HVAC There's person, no point in we just you continue, we'll continue. We just continue the story while, while Stuart stands on top of the yeah. bar and water so, pours out.
1: So, yeah, so the New Year's Day story. Uh-huh. So the night before, I had gone out to, I ended up... At a bar, an after hours party, a bar, and I think it was even, what's that bar on Avenue A in like 2nd Street, Double Down, it's a okay, total yeah. dive. Yes. I think I ended up there until like 7 o'clock in uh-huh. the morning. I probably did, I probably put some stuff in my body, I got should Got it.
0: Like, stuff And that,
1: then I had to go bartend the, the dinner shift on New Year's Day at my restaurant. So I was in that state. I so was you on, were gonna I was on like three hours all day sleep Until <laughs> yeah. until you had to work, and uh-huh. then you got a phone call. So I wasn't in good shape. Um, So I went to work. I was feeling okay. It was a chill crowd. It was mm. you know, it's fine. And then, at the time, one of my bartenders there was sort of dating um, a neighborhood bartender regular. And you know how neighborhoods are. They're very, like, everyone
0: Everyone connected knows everyone. connected yes. in, in the bar restaurant. People don't realize that. You don't
1: realize how connected everyone is. Yeah,
0: especially if you go to, like, Park Slope or Smith Street. Right. Like, you can't just go from bar to bar and yeah. be a dick. Like, we all know you were a dick.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. So, so this girl got a text from one of her regulars. She was uh. the girl who was dating the bartender that worked for me. From one of her regulars saying, hey, I'm sitting at camp right now. It's awesome. The bartender, <laughs> the bartender passed out on the banquette in the back, and it's a free-for-all. And everyone's just uh, going behind the bar making their own drinks. This is so much fun. Uh, <laughs> so of course, she tells um, you know, her her guy she's dating, and he text he calls me at the restaurant. He's like, Hey man, I want to give you a heads up. You may want to go over there, see what's going on. So I get one of the servers, it was New Year's Day, so it was uh. slow. I get one of the servers to cover me behind the bar. I start, you know, sauntering down Smith Street, and I see Vanessa uh-huh. at the bar, next, which was Sample. My oldest, oldest friend. Your oldest, oldest friend. <laughs> and she's just locking up, and I just told her what was going on, and she's like, I'll come with you. And we walk over to camp, and we walk in. Now, camp had a DJ booth and a uh-huh. pretty good sound system. So they had the music turned up, I think, as loud as it can possibly go, to the point where the bar was shaking. Shaking,
0: the neighbors. (laughs) And there was like there was like four kids behind the bar,
1: like big fucking smiles on their faces, Uh. just like making drinks, and a bunch of people sitting at the bar. And and I walked in, and I hit the lights. Uh I, I cut the music and you know you saw everyone's face go white uh, <laughs> like oh shit this guy's somebody yes and uh,
0: someone's you know parents I'm, got called you know
1: I'm pretty calm I'm For a pretty calm part. person yeah. like I, I never lose my temper raise my voice but I definitely raised my voice and started yelling everybody get the fuck out now yeah and you know they scrambled like fucking cockroaches and and the one person who was the regular that was the person who texted uh uh-huh. a friend saying you should come here this is really cool she just sat there with her head down. At the time, I didn't, I didn't really know it was her uh-huh. that texted this person. So, um, And acted like, oh, my God, yeah, this is messed up. I was going to call somebody or call your restaurant. This oh, is,
0: what a dick. This is
1: so not cool. <laughs> um, and it turns out that the bartender, and of course, I won't mention his name, but mm-hmm. the bartender was in recovery, and, uh-huh. and he fell off the wagon. Uh, in recovery for drugs mainly, but uh, he fell off the wagon on New Year's Day. He had some shit going on in his life, and he started drinking and popping pills. And he just he went on a bender for, I guess, several days, and just this was the end of his bender. End of his bender, and he just passed out on the banquet. And then he woke up and walked out and left.
0: Wow! So he wasn't After even there. Got, oh, he was gone. He was By gone. When got I got there. there, he was gone. Oh man. Um, Fucking hell! So I threw
1: everybody out and closed up the bar. Like that's the
0: kind of thing where you fire him and you hire him back and fire him again. Like he didn't get hired back. (laughs) I'm saying, like, like firing is not enough. You gotta like hire him back and fire him again.
1: Fire him again. You're fired again. Yeah. Um, You wanna come back? And then I 86 that regular. Good. I was like, I confronted her. Yeah, I said, you know what? That's not cool. She's like, oh no, I was gonna call you. I said, well, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't and obviously like, they'd been d- been there long enough. You were sitting there with a drink in front like of you. She was like calling friends. Yeah. I said no, you weren't going to call me. You texted your friend like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah. So, I 86'd her. And never heard from her. I mean, never saw her again. And
0: she left the neighborhood in shame.
1: She was a lawyer, too.
0: Ah. You can get her disbarred for that. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, <laughs> Probably but not. But you got her disbarred from your bar. Uh, Boom. Disbarred.
1: Ooh. Boom. Heyo. Look at
0: that. <laughs> disbarred. disbarred.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and then, <laughs> so now you had one th- apartment, one thirty-eight, mm-hmm. and
1: there was another. I, we talked about this. I don't remember. And the story about the the regular who who assaulted the guy at the bar <laughs> with her mother sitting next to her.
0: Yes, <laughs> tell me that story again. Tell me it again. Tell so, me the story again.
1: This was a this was a regular that she was she was feisty. Okay. Um, I appreciate that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But this one particular evening, it was a Sunday, it was a chill Sunday. The bar was full, the restaurant was kind of busy. And she came in and with her, her mother.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And they'd clearly been drinking all day on Sunday. Because uh-huh. the second they walked in, I was like, all right, they're, they're half in the bag. Um, but they walked in with a third person. I know, your husband's shaking his butt on top of the bar.
0: Um, John, who was just whispering because we're doing a podcast, is now yelling at Stuart to shake his ass uh-huh. while he's on the bar. And he's obeying. <laughs> and he's shaking Stuart is his ass. obeying and shaking, what, shaking what, what what tiny ass he has to keep his pants on. <laughs> okay, <Wow>. so. <laughs> what? I know you've been working on it. Um, so, <laughs> Squats, my friend.
1: So, so. So they walked in and uh, there was. Really, the bar was kind of busy. There was only three seats at the end of the bar where you walk in. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: There was a third person who walked in with them, a a young man. And so from where I was standing, it appeared they were together. Uh Uh-huh. I later found out they were not. But they walked in. They all sat at the end of the bar. Uh Uh-huh. And then they immediately started conversing with each other. So, again, from where I was standing, it seemed like they knew each other. Went over. I said hi to her. Introduced me to her mother, who could barely say hi back. She was so drunk. Uh. Um, I gave them menus. I thought clearly they need to eat, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to feed them fast. Um, they all ordered drinks. I even put them all on the same bill. I was like, oh, they're all together, <laughs> right? Um, and they're chatting. The, the, my regular and this guy are chatting, and uh, and then you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm busy. I'm running around, and then. The conversation starts to escalate, and it's Mm -hmm. obvious like there's some sort of debate Uh slash argument. Um, But I just figured, oh, they're drunk, and they're just having a a heated conversation. Yeah. And it kept escalating, and then to the point where I started to question, like, wait, does she know this guy, (laughs) or they just (laughs) walk in together? And then I walked over, and I forget what I said, but I walked over and said something, and then I turned back to my computer to print someone's check. Mm And when I turned around, his his beer that was previously full seconds uh-huh. ago was empty and in his face. It was <laughs> dripping off his face. That all happened while I turned uh-huh. back. And then and then like then she took her beer uh-huh. and threw it in his face.
0: All right, so you caught and that slammed one.
1: Slammed it on the bar. <laughs> and I said, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Said, it was... What's happening here? <laughs> Are you guys together? She goes, fuck no, we're not together. <laughs> not with this douchebag. And, and he looks at me like, you see what she just did? And I was like, okay, well, like, hold on a second. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about this. And and she punched him in the face really hard.
0: After that? After, after that. you
1: were already on the scene? And then she punched him a second time.
0: Wow. And then,
1: and that's, and then I stepped in. Do you know in. what
0: they were arguing about? I don't.
1: I never found out. And then... Man. And she hit him hard. And uh, she's like Vanessa's size. She's like okay. <laughs> five three, but packed the mean punch. Uh-huh. This guy wasn't big either. He was. You um, just didn't
0: expect her to hit him so hard. No,
1: now Her mother was cracking up through all this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I said, "Okay, look, I need I need to break this up." Uh huh. So I'm asking everyone to leave and then she got pissed she's like what, why do we have to leave and I said look you I, just
0: assaulted someone <laughs> well, yeah
1: I, like she's a regular but I was like but look <laughs> I want this out of this restaurant uh, okay fine fine train. she was fine okay fine Right, you're right you're right fine but this guy's a fucking douchebag I said I'm sure he is <laughs> but you have mm-hmm. to go gave her a check her and her mom paid they left he's still sitting there he's still pissed off and he's like I can't believe Like, I, I want you to call the police can't believe you just watched that happen didn't do anything I said, "Here's your check. You got to go too."
0: <laughs> He's like,
1: "Why do I have to go?" I said, "Well, I don't know you. I know her. I'm not saying she was right, but you were part of this. I don't know what you said to her. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out, pay your check and go."
0: I want to know what he said.
1: And he threatened. To, he threatened to he said, "I'm going to call the police." I said you are? What are you going to tell them? You're going to tell them you were assaulted. By a five foot three woman and her mother. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: um, and then he's like, "I want to see that. I want to see the. I want to see your manager. I want to see the owner." I said, "You're looking at him. <laughs> well, talk to me. What do you want? Go. you check. Pay it and go." He made some, you know, empty threats about getting a lawyer and blah blah blah. You know oh, how drunk no. people are. Oh yeah. And then he left. And never was one and again. you should
0: call the woman that you banned I, I, I from the other I purposely wanted them to leave lawyer. separately
1: because I didn't want this guy walking out. Yeah. Like, as of small course. as he was, like, who knows what he's going to fucking do if yeah. he walks out there. They're or the she might hit him again. Or she might hit <laughs> him again. Or her and her mother made stomp on and him. And did she ever him.
0: come back with her mother, that woman, or without I, her mother? I
1: texted her uh-huh. shortly after that. I had a number, and I... I said, that wasn't cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, she's like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I said, you know what? I said, "Sorry's not going to cut it. This is not Angry Weights. <laughs>
0: That's what I texted her.
1: Exactly. Verbatim. <laughs> not Angry Weights. is apartment 138. That's not cool. Um, I 86 sixed her.
0: But you never found out what the guy said. She never told me. Damn it. Just over still have her it, number it texter it, it, right I now? don't think
1: it was one thing. I think it, they were obviously having an argument for a while. Yeah. And he, he probably said numerous things that were offensive.
0: Maybe. I um, mean,
1: probably. But, and like I said, she's not, she's the kind of person that doesn't shy away from confrontation. She, yeah. She, she's no, she was, uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she was hilarious. That's to say,
0: crazy.
1: Um... But that story, oh, I, I did, I did watch it again. We had security cameras. Okay. Watch the whole thing again.
0: And what did you learn?
1: It, did you read her? I watched the his lips. I watched the no. I watched like the first beer go in his face. Uh huh. She put it down. The pause. The second beer go in his face. Put it down. He's in shock. And then there was still some beer left in the glass of the second beer. <laughs> she dumped it on his iPhone.
0: Oh shit. <laughs> What did he say? And then,
1: and then I, I don't know. And then you know. And then she punched him We've twice. We gotta find out. My, my still have her number? We all, we all watched it over. I probably, <laughs> I probably do. We watched it over and over. We're like this is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. It's good stuff. All right. You might have to text her and find out.
1: I, I may. I don't think I, I haven't. It's been and like. Maybe, 10 and maybe, and maybe I'll release. I ran in into her actually. A later episode. I ran into her later at a at a bar outside New York.
0: Just. Oh, by the way. What did that guy say to you?
1: Yeah, she'd no. probably be like, "I
0: don't remember. I was too drunk." Oh, she
1: doesn't remember. No. I right know. What
0: could it have been?
1: It was. It was something. Yeah, was probably, it was probably something terrible. chauvinistic and disgusting yeah. and.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Racist? Who knows?
0: Yeah, racist, sexist, allists rolled into one. But misogynist. Sexist, I kind of want to know. Um, oh, yeah, that was awesome. I'm picturing it. So
1: I think, now, did I bartend anywhere? Oh, I guess I bartended at Matchless.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: know if I have any stories from Matchless, but that was also connected to that group from
0: 138.
1: And then
0: then you got out of the business.
1: I got onto the other side of the business, the wine, wine and spirits distribution.
0: And is it better?
1: Um... I mean, it's a different lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have... There's no four in the
0: morning wine emergencies.
1: No, but I mean, it's kind of like... It's like being a realtor. It's like you're always working because your customers work different hours. You've got, you know, managers emailing you and texting you at 1 Mm a.m. And you got people texting you on Saturday and Sunday when you're technically... It's your weekend. You're off, but it's not because
0: it's a commission job. And
1: you want to... Have good relationships and take care of your customers so you respond. Not everyone does, but I do. Yeah. You know?
0: I can't think of like there's definitely emergencies where I would call like my credit card guy at three AM or the guy who fixes the draft beer or the ga- like the gas company in an emergency. But I don't know why I would need to call my wine rep. At 3
1: a.m. No, it's it. No, you're right. You don't get 3 a.m. calls. It's more like, like, holy shit, I'm out of tequila. I forgot to order. Like for the weekend, uh, can you help yeah. me out? Yeah. And there's been times where I've like tried to go, you know, see if I can find a case, borrow from one mm-hmm. customer to bring to another, and then yeah. like have to return it. And
0: I mean, there's definitely times where I'll I'll realize like in the middle of a. Night shift that we're out of something. Maybe I would be like, let me text him now just to make sure. But I, yeah. I, probably wouldn't expect to hear back. But I guess a lot of people can't too put on text silent. or
1: text or email because it's on their mind and they don't want to And they're like, if I wait, if I I'm wait gonna till, forget. So yeah. let me text my rep now. Yeah,
0: and then hopefully he won't call me back before noon.
1: You know how texts are. Like once they're down, they're, they're they've scrolled down too far. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You're gonna forget. That's so it. it's like it's you gotta kinda handle it in the moment. Yeah. Or put it's a true. note
1: in your phone somewhere to like yeah. take care of
0: it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um Camp 138, Matchless, yeah. I mean matchless, so, the only cool. thing that stands out to me is that I I got uh you can call it entrapment. I got set up by some cops.
0: For underage drinking? Uh-huh. Oh no, tell me that story.
1: I so at Matchless there was the opening bartender who worked half the hour and then the closing bartender well it's most of the time. Both bartenders closed because it was busy, but there was a late shift and an early shift. I came in at 8 o'clock. I was a little early on this Friday, and the bartender that was working the opening shift, normally it's under control at that hour, but I guess, you, you know when people have unannounced parties and they just yes, roll in with 30 just friends? Yes, show up, yep, yep. Think, not, not, not thinking to call ahead. No. Nope. So she had one of those situations.
0: <laughs> It'll be fine. And,
1: um... It's one of those situations, and she, you know, I walked in and it was a shit show. And
0: I guess this is my water. I, I
1: jumped behind the bar <laughs> and started helping her, just started mm-hmm. pouring beers, you know? Mm-hmm. And some, a gentleman came to the bar who looked like he was my age. At the time, that was like 39, 40. Yeah. Um, Should be fine. Yeah, and he ordered two beers, served him two beers. And then he was standing there awkwardly, he didn't touch his change and then all of a sudden a young girl appeared next to him and she stood there awkwardly and neither of them drank their beers.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then they left. I was like, all right, that was weird. I even left the beers there. Like Maybe they went to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Maybe, you know, she's giving him a hand job. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's happening. It's, you know, it's a Friday at 8 p.m. And then a half hour later, three cops, uniformed cops, walk in and... uh They came over to me at the end of the bar and pointed at me, and and he said, he showed me a photocopy of a $20 bill and said, you see this serial number on this bill? It's in your register. I want you to find it and give it back to me. He said, you served served an officer and an underage Uh person. So at that point, what am I going to do? So I went and found the bill, gave it back to him. I wonder what
0: would have happened if you would have been like, nope, it's not here. (laughs) <laughs> I ate it.
1: Yeah. Um, and they came back, gave me two tickets. One ticket was for serving an underage person. The other ticket mm-hmm. was for failure to check ID, which is bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's the same. It's fucking
1: redundant. Yeah. Like, it's the same so,
0: charge.
1: Um, I fought it. Mm-hmm. Um, one ticket mysteriously was dismissed before I even got to the court.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you have to go to Red Hook?
1: Yes, I went to Red Hook, mm-hmm. and then the other ticket was, it was, the other the, the ticket that wasn't dismissed was serving the minor, or was it? Was it? Oh, either way, I, I got in front of the judge, and I was just I was assuming the cop who gave me the ticket because it was months later yeah the court the court date that he wouldn't even show up uh-huh. And he did recognized oh, wow. him I was like oh shit he's here fuck <laughs> I'm screwed but I was just, you know just thought like you know I'm gonna tell my story as it yeah. was it's kind of entrapment. Yeah. And um and I explained my side of the story and the judge looks at the officer and she said, Well Are you the officer he served? He said, No. Well where is he? He's not here. Why isn't he here? And and the officer like just turned white, didn't know what to say. And she's like, Well, you're telling me he served a minor. Do you have that officer's identification? Uh huh. No. Well how do I know he's a minor?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and and again, the officer was just, like, stuttering. And, and she said, all right, this is, this is a waste of my time. I'm dismissing this.
0: Wow. I was like, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That was um, probably the exact same time um, they did the same thing at High Dive, and they caught Riff, and it was the same exact scenario. It was a man who looked to be at least 40 came up to the bar, and then... From what I hear, and I heard the story secondhand, the the man brought two beers back, and the person waiting for the beer yeah. was underage, which seems like entrapment to me. I'm yeah. I'm no attorney, um, and you know, yeah, same thing. They they took a pic. They had a picture of the twenty dollar bill. The whole the whole thing, and um, we hired an attorney to go, not we, like High Dive is like a sister bar to um, yeah. Charlene, so same my partners are the, were at that point It's my, my account now by it. the way too That's High your, Dive Oh yeah? yeah? Oh good um, I probably gave them your number <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I went to court with him and it was like one after the other of the same case, I don't remember what happened to it because I couldn't really hear what the judge was saying and it wasn't really my business to be like I can't hear what's, what's being said I was like in the benches so yeah um, but luckily they've stopped doing that specific trick yeah um,
1: there was a time where they were doing it a lot
0: yeah and yeah. it was like the same sting yeah um, I don't know how to it the same situation
1: they always had like somebody who looked older order the yeah. drinks and it's like that's, that's, that's
0: messed up It's, it's messed just, up yeah Like, if this guy wants to get his daughter drunk, it's his business. (laughs) Actually, um, legally, um, you're allowed to serve your child alcohol under age. So if you're assuming that's his child, I don't know. It's a loophole. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I thought it was your daughter. <laughs> that's that's legal.
1: Le- totally um, legal.
0: <laughs> um, Alfred, do you remember playing quarters at Josh's house in Mill Basin?
1: Yes. Vaguely, but yes.
0: Okay. That's it. That my do you, oh, that's the, that's, that's my one That's my one inside the actor's studio <laughs> question.
1: I remember um. <laughs> what I remember a lot from our, our days, our, our days of debauchery when we were teens. <laughs> Uh, two things. The fact that you and I were the last virgins. We were the last virgins. Right. Uh, we of were. our crew. And and the fact that we used to trip out on either mescaline or acid yes. and walk down Shore Road or random parts of Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, like under the Verrazano. Under the
1: Verrazano from like Bay Ridge to like Caesars yes. Bay and back. And yes. It would take us like six hours to it do that be like like one mile whole, walk. Yes. <laughs>
0: And we would, like, I would definitely, like, have a moment of clarity and realize that I was, like, relaxing like I was in the beach in the Bahamas on, like, a pile of garbage on the Lower East Side. And, like, I'm like, ah, oh, this is the most beautiful place. place I've ever been. And I was, like, laying in a garbage heap, uh-huh. like, with rats. Yeah. So, um, those yeah. were the days. Those were the
1: days. <laughs> we, we hung out with some characters. We and did. We,
0: yeah. we made it through alive.
1: You know, um, I, I saw a guy on the subway the other day wearing a Lamores t-shirt.
0: Uh-huh. He was homeless. Yeah, <laughs> Sadly, sure. he was homeless. And you were like, I'll buy that t-shirt. I for was me. like, oh, <laughs>
1: you're probably some New York hardcore kid. They, like, never stopped doing drugs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Not
1: the straight-edge New York hardcore kid, there are, obviously.
0: <laughs> you know, my husband, Stuart, listens to, I don't even know all the ter- terminologies, death metal, metal, all that shit. And every so often there will be a band that he likes that I can stand and it'll take me to one of their shows uh-huh. and I'll run into everybody we knew, you knew from those days day. and he's like how do you know everybody here I'm like I don't know it's very strange that, that's what I have to say about that music <laughs> and Like people are lifers
1: you know? yeah it's they like, are
0: they, they totally really are. are
1: I still like. I, I have really diverse music tastes I uh-huh. listen to everything I listen to jazz I listen to classical I listen to my wife calls it hipster hipster music uh-huh. <laughs> um, I listen to my wife's disco I listen to I old soul disco.
0: I was afraid to admit it back then but yeah I've always loved disco. I have
1: a lot of vinyl a lot of old soul and a lot of jazz and um but I still listen to metal and hardcore and punk I do it's my workout music it's my
0: that's awesome exercise
1: etc how,
0: how do you get those those little records onto your iPod
1: uh, iPod. <laughs> What's an iPod? I don't know. <laughs> I have some I vinyl. Know. I have some Gorilla Biscuits old vinyl. You work out to vinyl? No, I'm just saying. I have some. I have some oh, old that's what I'm New saying. York I'm like, vinyl. How do you
0: get it to the gym?
1: Uh, it, it, it's this thing. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called Spotify. Have you oh, heard of it? yeah,
0: I have heard of it. Yeah. I have heard. That's that thing that when my computer goes on, it like takes uh, over. Yeah. Yes. It, it listens right.
1: to everything you're saying.
0: Yes, yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. Um so I have a segment on this show yep um and the segment is called you won't believe the fucking Day I had <laughs> and I encourage people to send me letters about their days yeah um and somebody did Wow somebody sent me a letter um, so I'm gonna read it okay and um I don't know it's just a it's just you know like when someone walks into the bar and they tell you about their day. So here it goes. Dear Charlene, you won't believe the fucking day I had um, This past week My shower leaked into my living room And now I have to replace a section of wall And repaint I lost my wallet in the house We tore it apart looking Including moving the oven How would you lose your wallet behind the oven? Anyway, it doesn't matter I burned a pan and then filled the kitchen with burned sugar smoke Which is how I found out My newish smoke detector doesn't work Then I put the pan on the deck, and it welded to the surface. (laughs) Oh, man. My husband tried to pry it off, and instead pulled the pot off, but left the bottom. It's still there. I have no idea how to remove it. Crowbar? (laughs) I'm on the clock until 5.45, but my question is, what should I drink at 5.46? (laughs) My answer is everything. Everything drink everything that is a fucked up day or week my friend that's i get that's fucked it. up that's a I've fucked had, up
1: period yeah
0: i've had a number of weeks like that mm-hmm. so what
1: well, should i drink at 546 you're right everything
0: everything just everything. drink everything, everything just even whatever if it's, is yeah. close just keep drinking it if you
1: run out drink the listerine just whatever you have it's yeah of- <laughs> listerine <laughs> yeah
0: Listerine, cough medicine, whatever you have, um, yeah, everything, yeah. totally wow. everything, and just put a plant right in the middle of the deck where the where the pot is. Yeah, it was, it was, that's, that's easy my easy fixes. Solution. Um, so back when nobody would send me a letter, I was reading, "Am I the assholes?" Um, because I didn't have a letter, but I think I'm gonna do that too. Let's hear it. So let's. Let's determine if this person is an asshole. Um, Dear Charlene. Doesn't say that, but I like to pretend. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole for telling an employee she can choose between demotion or termination? I own a vape shop. You're an asshole. I'm just kidding.
1: Yes, the answer is yes.
0: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We don't know know yet. We're a small business, only 12 employees. One of my employees, Peggy, I'm assuming you changed the name to protect the innocent, but it's on Reddit, so yeah. like, there's no reason for me to change the name. Right. One of my employees, Peggy, was supposed to open yesterday. Peggy has recently been promoted to manager. After two solid years of good work as a cashier, I really thought she could handle the responsibility. So I woke up three hours after the place should be open, and I have 22 notifications on the store Facebook page. Customers have been trying to come shop, but the store is closed. Employees are showing up to work, but they're locked out. I call Peggy and get no response. I text her, same thing. So I go and open the store. An hour before her shift was supposed to be over, she calls me back. I ask her if she's okay, and she says she needed to, quote, take a mental health day and do some (laughs) self-care. I'm still pretty pissed at this point, but I'm trying to be understanding, as I know how important mental health can be. So I asked her why she didn't call me as soon as she knew she needed the day off. Her response, I didn't have enough spoons in my drawer for that. (laughs) Frankly, I don't know what that means, but it seems to me like she's saying she cannot be trusted to handle the responsibility of opening the store in the AM. So I told her that she has two choices. One, go back to her old position with her old pay. Two, I fire her completely. She's calling me all sorts of ist now and says I'm discriminating against her due to her poor mental health and her gender. None of this would have been a problem if she simply took two minutes to call out. I would have got up and opened the store on time. But this no call, no show shit is not the way to run a successful business. I think I might be the asshole here because I am taking away her promotion over something she really had no control over. But at the same time, she really could have called me. So Reddit, I leave you. Am I the asshole?
1: <laughs> it doesn't it's a, a phone it's a it's a phone call. It's
0: a if you're phone not going call. into exactly. work, make a phone call. Has that happened I've to had you? to
1: fire people for
0: not doing, showing up,
1: not showing up repeatedly because they were they had uh, you know this excuse food poisoning.
0: Sure. Food so that poisoning. Means you're it's over. like, wait,
1: but you were out till 5 a.m. Yes. Which food was it? The food you ate when you got home at 6 a.m.? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Your, or the whiskey that you had. Or the whiskey that
1: you it, had you know, this morning 11, for 12, breakfast. Yeah. 1,
0: 2, or 3. Um, yes. Yeah. No, so, it's,
1: uh, no, she's not the asshole. The, yes.
0: The, Peggy's the asshole. Peggy. Peggy is the asshole. She's taking advantage of your good nature. Um,
1: you don't just not show up to work. You don't just not show up to
0: work. And you called before not, yeah. You, you don't call,
1: call during your
0: no, your you call shift. at least an hour before your shift. Yeah. You call as soon as at you least, wake up yeah. and you know that you can't do it. You still might get fired because you can't just do that. You can't yeah. just leave nobody to work. Yeah. That's the, like he couldn't do that. He couldn't just not show up to his store because right. he had a mental health day. Yeah. Like you have to show up to your job and if you're having mental health issues, you need to give your boss enough time. To replace you, and then hopefully you won't get fired for no call, no show. There's no excuse for that unless you are like incapacitated. You're in the hospital. You're in an emergency. Um, Even even death in the family deserves a phone call.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think
0: that's that's my opinion. Yeah,
1: not the asshole. Takes 30 seconds,
0: right? And then I had
1: to call my cousin's restaurant from jail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Say, hey, I'm yeah. not coming in today. Did, wait, I you had to call from You had to call from jail? I did. Wait a minute, now I have to hear this story.
1: Uh, late 90s, I was working at La Villa. Okay. And I was driving with a suspended license that I didn't realize was suspended. Was that suspended. the car with
0: the spray paint on it?
1: That was the spray painted okay. funky car that looked like it belonged to Cheech and Chong. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean... You like, please pull me over. I was. Please pull I, me
1: over. I, I got pulled over at a random checkpoint, and there's mm. nothing random about my car mm. being pulled over. It's like, all right, yeah. this guy's got... There's something wrong with this there's guy. There's
0: something. Like, this is going to be It was 8 easy o'clock
1: one. in the morning. I was bringing my cat to get neutered at oh, a hospital. No. The and then On the way home, I got pulled over. It was cold. It was winter, yeah, January. And... I, it, long story short, I just was irresponsible, and I didn't pay a ticket, and then I got my license got suspended. I didn't really get suspended, but then I mailed in the, the payment for the ticket ticket uh, the day before. So you before. didn't go to jail
0: that day with your cat.
1: No, no, I did. But I, what I was okay. saying is, what building <laughs> okay. up to it, I, I like I had everything in the mail to uh-huh. resolve my issue. Uh huh. And the next day, I got pulled over. So this was you know before uh-huh. before things were digital, so everything got was to be a mail. Yeah. Right. Next day I got pulled over and, you know, I, I went to central, no, sorry, I went to a precinct not uh-huh. realizing what was going on. I went to a precinct in a chain gang. Oh,
0: my God. They chained God. us
1: together and put us in a van.
0: What did they do with the cat?
1: The cat was in the hospital still.
0: Oh, okay. And then I, go, I went, and then we I'm were taken so to central cat, booking. This was
1: during the Giuliani years. Oh, we no. We went to central booking. We were, all, we were all under 30, you know, light brown or black. So okay. that's, that's not a surprise. Yeah. And Oof. and uh, went to central booking. Went through the into the tombs. Got strip searched. <gasps> and uh, I was there for a full day. And I was able to make phone uh, calls from a payphone. So I and called my cousin's restaurant. and Say, hey, I'm not coming in today. Uh, I'm in jail. <laughs> That's a
0: good reason. It's <laughs> a good reason. A good reason. But, but, I I but you still called. You still called. I still called. And how many phone calls did you get? I got. I got. Well, it's a payphone.
1: You can get as many as you want. Once you did, had change.
0: Did you, oh, and you had change. I had
1: change, yeah. Okay. Also, you could also call it collect, too, but I guess yeah. back then. But.
0: Oh, man, if you call your boss collect and you're like, I'm in jail. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen that happen many times. Yeah. Where like my boss had to go get somebody out of jail. Like that's kinda what yeah. the, the boss does. <laughs> it's like goes and gets the staff yeah. out of jail. <laughs> um, but
1: central booking was extreme for a traffic violation. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Super
1: yeah. extreme. Yeah, it
0: was. Um, that's crazy. I don't think I knew that story, Alfred. Uh, yeah. Wow.
1: There you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I got a a, zinger. I got a new
0: story out of you. <laughs> Amazing. The things you find out. The when things you put you a find microphone out. in I'm front of I'm a convict. From are <laughs> <laughs> <You're> a convict. <laughs> and then um, but the, the most importantly the cat's okay.
1: The cat was okay. It my was okay. I not I, call, obvious, I called I called my sisters, my best friend, like people helped out like someone picked up my cat and then my sister and my best friend picked me up at the courthouse when I you know was getting out like at midnight that night.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. And you kept your job. Kept my job. Cuz that happens.
1: Even though they knew I was a, you know, a that felon. That's it. You're yeah. a
0: felon. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um on that note, on that note. Um do you have anything that you want to promote? I don't know. I don't think
1: so. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from promotion. You're
0: refrain yeah. all right, well I am gonna promote. I'll promote you. I'll promote
1: Charlene's bar, Hintra Okay.
0: <laughs> and Minnie's. And Minnie's. Um yes, Minnie's um on Fourth Avenue, thirty third street. Um we just that's the wrong time. We just uh, started karaoke back up. Nice. So we have karaoke every Saturday at nine. No wait. Yeah, nine. Um, So come to karaoke and don't come if you're not vaccinated. Just be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Don't be stupid. There's like the Delta variant going around. So don't come spit on our microphones if you're not vaccinated. (laughs) Of course, our karaoke host wipes down all the microphones between every person. So it's pretty safe um, and it's really fun. We started it last Saturday. Um, And come to Hinterland's. We have awesome sandwiches, and um, listen to my podcast. And
1: that's thank you it. for having me, Charlene. Thanks for
0: being here, Alfred. Yeah. It was great to see you. Great to see you, too. Um, this has been I Know the Owner. I'm Charlene Wellington. This is...
1: Alfredo DiCipio.
0: Oh, you said so nice. <laughs> I said
1: my full name. Your yeah. full name. Alfred Alfredo. I have a lot of names.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> well, yep. and, and that's and that, uh, was, that was that's uh, Frank. Frank. <laughs> Was, you know Frank?
1: No, it's named Frank. Yeah. Holy shit, I was just like picking
0: out a random name. Oh, Hank. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, Hank. I was close. I, was I got very the close. ink. Yeah. I was very close. All right, that was weird. All right, yeah. this has been I Know the Owner. Bye. Bye. I know the owner.